0: This is the Koabui Show. Koabui Show. Coabooie is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Coabooie Buoy is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, and online business. You could check out his blog site at ww.coa-buoe.com.com. And now your host, Mr. Kowa Okay, so um so Joe Duncan, he is the founder of Before 5 a.m which provides thousands of people around the world the tools in order to achieve the life they want. He is also known as one of the top influence on the internet, where he also grew his Instagram following to over half a million followers organically over 24 months. Joe is on a mission, and one of them is to help inspire over one billion people, which I'm sure he will definitely achieve very soon. Um So, I first came across these instagram videos. I was really inspired by your messages as well it 's really great. I love the quotes and and the messages that you you know that you tell other people as well um just recently you you were talking about um uh you know put your dreams first right you're putting your dreams first and not not about um shifting your life around sorry not about uh integrating your dreams into your life it 's all about Putting your dreams first so your life follows your dreams. So, I really, I really I love that quote. So, we'll, we'll touch base on that one. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I would like to kindly welcome you to the show, Mr. Joe Duncan.
1: Hey. Great <laughs> to be here and um, great to, to hang out with all you guys. And cool. hopefully, uh, you guys can get some knowledge today and, and move, you, move the game forward and move towards where you really want to go.
0: Great. Thanks a lot for that. Um, yeah, big thanks for, you know, carving out some time today. I know you're really busy and, um, you know, you're waking up at 5 a.m. as usual. So, that's great. So, all right, so um, let's get straight into it. Um, so can you please uh, tell us a bit about your background? You know, like how, how, how did you get started with everything with, uh, with inspiring people and like what was your background and then how did you get yeah. started? Yep.
1: You know, uh, it's, uh, it's been a, a long journey for me. When I was uh, quite young, I actually knew what I wanted to do um, innately, but I, I, I had a gift and a talent, but it didn't, didn't mean I necessarily had the, the credibility or trust in myself to go out and just share it. Yeah. Um, which I think is true for a lot of us. You, you may know what you, you, you're you good at or what you'd like to do, but then you see the people doing it and you're like, man, I, I, I'm here. I'm, I'm little old Joe Duncan from Sydney, and these guys are, are monsters up here. You know, I'm, I'm never going to get there. Um, so I went on that journey. At 17, I had cancer um, at school, so that, that wasn't much fun. Um, yeah. But I, I um, from that experience, I knew something good had to come of that. And I wanted to to share that story and help people. Um, but even at, after I'd in cancer, um, it, it didn't happen. It didn't click. You know, I ended mm. up working at the local Woolies, and mm. and with my mates, we all worked at the same Woolies. Um, <laughs> okay. And I started a, a few businesses, and and you know went on that journey. And I've had some great companies which have made some money, and and to be honest, many which you know lost bloody money. And I mm. think to myself, dude, what you're thinking, Joe? That was a shocker. Mm. But anyway. They're all learning experiences. So I got to this point in my life about 30 years of age. So now we're talking about you know 15, 20 years on from what I innately felt. But I, I had to make a change. Mm. Um, and the business I had started before then had been a business in the traditional sense. Uh, make money, make profits, do all the, all the things you do in a traditional business. Mm. I flipped the switch and said, all right, let's, let's do something else here, man. Let's create art. Mm. Let's do what's fun. Let's do what's cool um, mm. and see how it plays out. So I dabbled in the cool little, a few little cool little businesses, and one of your, I, I'm sure you'll get around to it, is um, we'll most probably talk about some books and things which have changed my life, but mm. one of them I'll drop that now was, was Seth Godin's book, Purple Cow. Yep. Um, and that made me think, Joe, let's start some businesses which are outside the normal realm. Let's start some some cool things. So that got me thinking, and then eventually I, I said, you know what, stuff it, man. You've been talking about this before 5 a.m. thing for 10 years. mm mm-hmm. It was called 4:59 a.m. Right, and, okay. and thank God, 59 a.m. Right. I'm sure you go, man. Before 5 a.m. So much cooler, mm-hmm. and, and you know, luck of God, whatever you call it, it, it came to me kind of around the same time. I decided, boom, okay. we're done. And I think it most probably came down to the fact 4:59 didn't look very good mm-hmm. on uh, on Instagram. You know, when you're typing your name, yeah, you, you go, have
0: to put in that dice.
1: <laughs> I'm going to create this thing, and you type in and go, oh, Jesus. Yeah, Bloody hell, yeah. uh, so long story.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. So, okay, so you had um, cancer at 17 and and that probably like, yeah, that really changed your, your way of thinking, but you didn't, it wasn't enough to, to take the action and then you started a few businesses and, and I guess there was a, probably a point in your life where it just, okay, something has to happen. So what was that mental script that was going on in your head? What was that thing that triggered everything off? I'm just curious.
1: You know, uh, everything came together at a moment that I no longer wanted to stand for. Uh, look, uh, I'd read all the books. I'd read all mm. the listened to all the books, Jim Rowe and Tony Robbins. Yep. And there were a couple of fundamental flaws mm. um, with everyone's motivational material and, and the content I'd been reading. And I'd read hundreds of books, um, listened to every audio book you could, could hear. And the fundamental flaw, I think, was, you know, there needs to be a moment of, you need to create time to do what you love. Yeah. And a few years before I started before 5am, about five years or six years before or something like that, I started to wake up earlier because I realized then, even before I started before 5am, all right, man, it, 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 if something's going to change for you, you better do something, man. So mm-hmm. I knew I'd wake up early. Um, naturally, if you look at the statistics of CEOs and, you know, it, it's kind of along those lines. They all kind of get up pretty early. Mm. So I started, but what I did was I woke up and just worked on my ideas. Everything you guys see on before 5 a.m. I've written oh. a hundred thousand times. You know, I would write in my journal, bang it out. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not,
0: I'm
1: not on the stage. I'm gonna write to myself as if I am. I'm gonna share my ideas in the journal. I'm gonna, and I started working on these things. Mm. Um. So that was a number one. You know, like all right, I'm not here yet, but I'm gonna start exploring this. I'll work on my body. I'll work on my mind, mm. and I'll do that before I go to work, and when I go to work, whatever energy I have left will go to that company. But the most important part of my day, Mm. the most energy when I just wake up, Mm. I'm gonna get to the thing I I believe I I could maybe share one day. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that took a bit of time, so that's number one. Number two was um, the time I actually flipped the script, and and it came down to two books, uh, Seth Godin, Purple Cow, and a few of his books which talked about art and, and making change. Grant Cardone's book, 10X Rule, mm. and I realized two things in, in this point. Um, I I realized my fundamental flaw in every business I ever had, and, and Grant Cardone says it's always true. No one knew who the hell Joe Duncan was. Mm. So I knew social media was um, the tool. All right, man, you got to break through because if mm. I don't know who you are, um, You know, you can't get anyone involved. So social media is a great way. And I got sick and tired, and I'm sure you guys all know this, Mm. sick and tired of pitching my services and ideas to the people who, man, we don't know who you are. Mm. So I made sure to change that. And like I always said a lot of people, you know, a few years ago, no one would take my call. Now Mm. I don't have that. So I I did that. That was one of my fundamental changes, creating art. So I never work anymore. Mm. Uh, And and that's a lot of people. I never, I don't consider my work day. Work, it's art. I, I just create what I love. Mm. Obviously, there's lots of elements of work. Um, yeah. you know, oh, dude, you didn't get into this to go for 300 emails a day, but
0: yeah. you know
1: you love you, you get for what you want. So that's number one. Number two, I was going after a great girl, and her idea of happiness and success was my idea of failure. Um, so that was like boom. All right, man, you go down this road, Joe, mm-hmm. and that's why. Cool. Or you follow your, your dream and you go after your five year old self and ten year old self and, and you go become a goddamn rock star. Mm. Um goddamn rock star by any means. I'm not there. Um I don't think you're there, but I, I went down that path anyway. Well you're I'm becoming
0: afraid. the rock star, I can see everyone's liking your post and you know, your videos that you're pumping out, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah, talking about you, so yeah.
1: I I kinda of made that decision that all right, I'm gonna go through this thing. So that was about thirty years of yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that gives
0: you an idea. Wow, that's great. Okay, um, okay. So, when, when you made that decision to create your art, did you have like a, a plan in place where where it was like a sequential path? Okay, I'll do this, and then this will happen. Or was it just I'm just going to pour it, pour 100 into this, you know, into my passion, into my writing, um, inspiring people, and then just let it evolve? Was it was that the type of yeah?
1: You hit the nail on the head. Mm. Um, I. I you know, and this is something I've, I said at a, a talk I gave the other day too. You guys look at a business plan, and a business plan is designed to do one thing, mm. make you doubt, fear, make you feel you have a lack of credibility, make you feel like you can't do it, make mm. you feel like you don't have the resources. So I've known from other businesses I've done, scrap that. Mm. You just go, and and you guys notice completely when you put your heart and soul into something it usually works out Mm -hmm. so i just went all in i just poured everything in i gave everything even to this day i give every ounce of energy to what i believe could help people Mm -hmm. what i want to share what i I think can make a difference and i don't have a plan Mm um i'm the guy who tells everyone to have a plan i have a plan but i don't have a plan in that sense i have a vision Mm -hmm. and i go well this is it i'm just going to pour everything out and the rest will kind of sequentially fall into place. And yes, you do navigate, but when you're starting out, how could you have a plan? Because you could have a plan to say, I'm gonna have 10,000 followers in six months. That's the worst plan you could ever have. Mm -hmm. Your plan would be, I'm gonna create this much content, I'm gonna share this much content every single day, I'm gonna connect with these many people. If six people comment on my message, I'm gonna message six of them. And I'm gonna like, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of it. And I think to this trap, And I can tell you from from so many people I help, Mm -hmm. of trying to, it's a very rigid corporation, you know, even whether you treat yourself like a corporation or whether you treat your ideas as a corporation. It's for most businesses and and for most of you guys, what you want to create and share for the world, that model does not work. It works if you're Goldman Sachs, absolutely, Mm -hmm. or Macquarie, or it works if you have a traditional bricks and mortar business. but for most of you guys, that's not what you want, right? You guys want to go creative, do what you love, connect with people, share this thing in here, then you have to go and back yourself up with pure energy and power and put that into to whatever you do. And it works out if you do it.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's excellent. Thanks for that. Okay, so um I can see that, you know, you're you're really you're really motivated and, and you really want to, you know, share your message to the world and everything. Like what what motivates you to, to aim for that? that big goal and to share every single day? What's, that, what's, what's going on you know, within yourself?
1: So, um, Two things when I started, I, I just wanted to share what I knew I, I had, whether the gift or the talent I wanted to share that. And what motivates me every day um, is wanting to help people um, and make a difference in their life because I know there's a lot, and I've said this before, there's a lot of help for people at the the bottom of the pile, people who are really struggling. There's a lot of organisations, a lot of money and funding goes to them. And and granted, it should be like that, like the impact billions. That's kind of what we do. But when you look at the middle class, the the lower middle class and the upper middle class, there's a couple of people who need help and support because Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are most likely going to make a difference in the world. Um, Simply because they've been brought up in a... Decent education, decent society, but they don't have the go. They don't know how to move. They feel trapped, as we, we've all done before. You know, mm. you kind of, well, I'll just go to work and earn my money and I'll make like, three years, I'll get a new BMW and I'll pass the house. And I'm like, dude, you don't even want any of that. Mm. Right. So that's number one. I want to help people, but along everyone along the spectrum, a lot of my clients are in that sort of top echelon now. Um, and I also help a lot of kids from, from places like Detroit or, or um, mm. you know, even in people who are really struggling so the whole spectrum but what really motivates me now um that was most probably what motivated me earlier what motivates me now is the same thing but a slight different twist i see how much people suffer Mm -hmm. um and uh, suffering can isn't always people sitting in a corner crying and someone's died there's so many ways we feel despair and and the biggest way we feel despair is not believing in ourselves, not believing we could be different not even having our own goals and dreams mm. um not even you know thinking so small that to pay off a house in 30 years would just be oh man to pay yeah, off yeah. a five. this is my dream like dude when you're a five-year-old kid you wanted to go to the moon you wanted exactly. to do this and that mm-hmm. and what happens people get trapped in this sort of thing um and again today i also see people who suffer on a far greater level than than that too um, where they they just can't find a way out. So, what motivates me now is, dude, you better get out of bed because someone needs your help today. Mm. Um, that's good. and you know I get three hundred direct messages a day. Um, I get about as many emails a day, so <laughs> it's hard to answer, but um, I try my best. And and if I don't get back to everyone, I, I definitely try and at least answer that in a sort of formatted way on
0: online. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Um... Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that you, yeah, like you you get you get so many emails per day, and and you probably get a lot of stories of how you've helped other people because you really can't see um, what people are going through. But um, when they, you know, I mean, I've been in that situation where you know I was, I've been struggling, and you know, I didn't have I had so many bills to pay, and then all of a sudden, like I come across someone's quote, someone posts something on Instagram, or someone posts a video, and it just really changes your thinking, and that's enough to get someone out of that mess. And I'm pretty sure that you know you're helping a lot of people do that, just like you said. In in um, you're helping that person in Detroit, so yeah, that's really great. Uh, okay, so um, I, I had a look at your website as well. You've got a um, uh, a blueprint called the Blueprint of Success. So could you please tell us a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so you know the blueprint is is sort of my passion project, and it's really the only product that I I kind of you know, I could have offered a hundred products up to now, right? But mm. it's not really my thing. I, I'm in. We're going to do something, do it right, and make sure it makes a difference in someone's life. Mm. The Blueprint is actually a book I created for myself many years ago um, when I started talking about waking up early. um, And it didn't look as good as the one I've given you guys. But um, (laughs) it was just on paper. So I kind of pieced this together. But the Blueprint is a very simple tool I created, and it's the book I could never find in in the bookstores. It's the tool no one ever made, which is what I wanted was a simple format where I could see what needs to be done, fill it out, and then follow those steps and rip it up again after 90 days and do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and like a playbook, something I could create and share and, and see what my vision was, work out what my goals are, and then from there, all right, well, cool, you worked out who you want to be, what you want to share, what you want to sh- do on your last day on earth. Cool. Now now what? You know, And I've given everyone the steps, 10 steps. Like, All right, now we're going to change your routines and habits. Done. Now we're going to change your beliefs. Done. Let's go through it. What's your current set of beliefs? All right, well, I actually think this if you're very honest, mm. well, let's about and think of something else mm. um so it's a lifetime tool i wanted to create and it complements everything i've I've created on instagram um It's that, that tool which you can read all my posts, get your blueprint, and if you put it all together, um you're only around the you world know, use athletes, actors, um you name it they use that tool. Um, and it's for me as a sort of rule of thumb when it comes to coaching. Um, for for if you haven't done the blueprint, there's no, uh, you know, there's no coaching to be had. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I,
1: it's a great place to start.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks like a, um, so it's like a personal development system where you're designing, uh, you know, your future in a few years' time and. And like you said, it's all about um, analyzing your limiting beliefs and changing them and prioritizing and, and your habits as well. So you've pretty much done all the, the hard yards and and getting all this information together and, and putting it into a nice system.
1: Yeah. So. they often laugh and say, dude, you could have made 10 books out of one book. But it, it, It's true, it's 10 books in one, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's a very simple process. I want it to be simple, I want it to be fun. Um, it's something you print out all the time. Um, a lot of people ask for digital copies and listen, and I'm like, guys, I designed it specifically so you print this thing out mm. and get your crayolas out, get your crayolas out and start, you know, making a mess. Like, mm, mm, you mm. get your hands dirty in life. Mm. And when it comes to your life, why do we want to do it on a little computer mm. or an iPad? Get out there, clear everything in, on the table, mm. you know, mum dad's table or wherever the hell you are, yep. <laughs> and hang out over a few days and go. This is my life. Mm. Right? I'm gonna. More attention to visit than Grand Theft Auto this weekend, or whatever the, the guys play out there. So, watch wow. on Netflix. And that's really what I, I'm trying to create a revolution with the blueprint of let's get invested in our life. Like, we spend so much time doing, you know what it's like. People go to concerts, people mm. will rave about everything else, they'll get a new car. But when it comes to our own life and, and look at our own life, it's just, it's something I'll get around to or not even look at.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true yeah yeah i mean not a lot of people pay attention to to you know improving uh their mind and and you know their life and trying to find ways to to improve it i guess that you know they just they just distract themselves and uh you know with drinking and going out partying and everything like that so there you go Mm. all right then um okay so you also i wanted to just cover another one as well um in your instagram uh video you posted a, a really good video it's all about uh, putting your dreams first and um, not uh, making it so your 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 life I mean um, putting your dreams first so it doesn't fit into your life. so could you explain a bit about that one?
1: Yeah, it's actually my number one sort of rule and and realistically, when you talk about the thing that changed my life, hmm. that's the piece and like I said, I fundamentally got it wrong, and we've all been taught the wrong thing from the day we're born. The thing that you have to do in life if you want to be successful, all successful do, the successful people do is they decide what their vision is and what they want to create. And everything else has to fit into that vision. So mm. the way I do it and the way I, I always share this with everyone is take everything in your life and throw it in a bin. You should have no loyalty to anyone or anything. That That's make-believe, right? Mm. Your only loyalty on this planet is to share your unique gifts and talents and fulfill your life purpose. That's it. That's what you're here for. It doesn't matter what ancient book you read. doesn't matter what scroll you find in, you know, underneath some pyramid um, or underneath some mummy. That's what mm. human beings are here to do. Yeah. And if every human being fulfills that kind of thing within them, it all kind of works. Mm. Um, it doesn't work, as we know, because most people aren't doing that. So yeah. throw everything in a bin, and then you pick out the things which fit into your vision. And if you have friends and family and sit- that don't fit in, Then, unfortunately, you gotta say goodbye. That's that's life. Mm. That's the sacrifice you pay. The other sacrifice is bringing everyone in who who maybe doesn't support you, um, who doesn't think you could do it, and never get anywhere. So you're gonna you're gonna have to pay a price either Mm. way. You're gonna have to learn to suffer either way. Mm. But if you take everything out of that bin which is aligned with what you want to do, you move to the place where your industry exists. And I always say there's no trying to be an astronaut living in Alaska you know the Mm -hmm. space program is not in Alaska it's not in Antarctica it's not in New Zealand and there's people walking around going man I can't wait to work with Elon Musk in the space program and SpaceX and Tesla I'm like well number one you better get over to California you better start meeting some people get in the game you know Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen in in downtown Sydney I mean it might but um Highly I? <laughs> yeah, that's I, mean, I, I don't know when the last time I saw someone launching a rocket in Sydney. So yeah. um, so that's a, the hardest thing you have to do in your life, yeah. committing to something, deciding what you want to do. And it absolutely worked with what I did before 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I removed all the pieces and I became extremely loyal to one thing, what I want to create, what I want to share. And if you choose the right thing, and, and this can also throw you off, if you don't choose what's Aligned with who you want to be and what you want to do, you'll also fall off. But if you choose the thing you truly believe in your heart, you want to share, and you will then, from all the things you remove um, all the doubt, all the fear, and negativity um, you'll be able to replace them with people who see your vision. And you might have seen my post the other day you can't build a church with a bunch of non believers. Yeah. It's very true. That's like, what true, are we yeah. doing here? You know, what do we, we got a wheelbarrow full of people who don't believe in us, will never see us as being great, will never, even if, even after you've built the pyramids, they won't even believe you built it. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in our lives we know who fit into that category. So, you know, what what are you guys doing? Get on with it, get rid of your loyalties, go build your thing. There's plenty of time to hang out with everyone once you built your thing, um, mm. built your empire, created what you believe in. But, don't waste your time waiting for someone to give you permission. Don't waste your time hoping that, you know, the stars line up magically and, and everyone's like behind you because it's never going to happen. And on the journey, it gets harder and and you come up with more challenges. So you've got to be very staunch and very strict about what you create and what you build and what you do. Um, and that's why you find very successful people are very abnormal Um and I always say this: If you want to be successful, you have to learn to be unreasonable very early on. Mm-hmm.
0: That's really great. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, okay, so the other day I was talking to my friend, and she she's dreaming of um, starting her own uh, like social media marketing agency. And um, and you know she's got really she's got dreams, and she's got passions, and she wants to share a message to the world. But she's surrounded by an environment where it's a bit toxic. You know, her friends. Uh, they're not as ambitious as her and everything, and I think you just just recently just touched on this one as well when um, going after your dreams, but then you have to sort of like use, I guess you have to cut those friends out. But I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is that how do you how do you do that? How do you you know leave your the the those people who don't support you you know in a nice way? Because I know a lot of people struggle with this. They they want to go after the the thing, but maybe their loved ones don't want to don't don't support them or they're trying to cut them down subconsciously or their friends. How did did you, what was your process in which you got away from, you know, the unsupportive group?
1: You know how, it's a great question. Um, And the solution is work. Uh, In fact, the solution to everything is work. Mm. You fill your life up with your work. Um, And if you quickly do that, you quickly fill yourself up with people who have energy around what you're trying to create um if you do it the other way around and start slashing people off and nah man you hate me you're wasting your energy and that goes against the very principle of all your energy every ounce of energy in your body focused on what you want to create that's what you do so you you go all in on your work every five minutes you have every spare minute you don't have time for dinner tonight Mm. if you've got a bunch of of negative people you got to hang out with that night you make sure you book a meeting with someone in your industry go and find someone If you can't, go to a great location, your favorite hotel, and go and grab a cocktail by yourself, take your notepad and work. And fill your life up to such a point where you become this person. And where everyone gets it wrong, you know, is they never, you have to become who you want to be before you actually become it. Mm. And the ones who actually make it, it doesn't matter who you look at, if you look at them, they've had to become someone they aren't, before they actually become that person mm. um and a great analogy for that is um beyonce has to become beyonce the singer as you know her before she becomes beyonce if you know what i'm getting at she has mm. to go out and sing on stage she has to just to become this thing yeah. before she actually becomes it and, and it doesn't happen before that point point. and steve jobs would be a great example he had to become the steve jobs as we know him um to create his company he had to become a certain way mm. he was a, very chilled kind of guy to start with but he had to kind of become a businessman he had to change the way he was perceived in the marketplace Mm. um and that's all you have to do so if you work you just have to start becoming that person so if you're in fashion um if your friend's in um sort of wants to be in sort of a digital marketplace Mm. then you fill your, your time up with those people you find what those people do. What do they dress like? What do they eat? What do, you, know, you immerse yourself in this industry. Now, that's kind of a broad spectrum because they eat everything in that kind of industry. But <laughs> some industries you can kind of you know narrow it down, like fashion you could say. But at the end of the day, look, I dress like this. This is who I am. I, I walk into a room like this. You kind of you create yourself. Mm. Um, and this is what I call positioning yourself. And the reason why no one believes you in life when you're starting out is because you haven't positioned yourself. It's the same problem with your company when you start your company. um, You haven't positioned yourself as that guy, so your friends and family can't believe you're that person, Mm. Um, and the doubters can't believe you're that person because you haven't positioned yourself to be that person. You're still rolling around in your track pants and hoodie, telling everyone I'm going to change the world. Mm. Um, Mm. What you know, and human beings have this horrible, unfortunately, way where they only generally most of them only see what their eyes can see. So knowing that weakness of human beings. And you have to play to it, you know, Mm -hmm. as much as you go, I wish they could see my talent and gifts, and I wish they'd see me for more. Well, you know, unfortunately, for 99% of the world, their eyes tell them what they're going to see. That's why you have visionaries, people that create which hasn't been seen, and then the majority who, well, I see it only after it's built. Well, that's a little bit late in my book. But regardless, you've got to start becoming that person. So work, number one, throw yourself in. Number two, you've got to believe you're that person, right? It's a shocking thing, and I'm sure we've all felt this before. When you think you're this person, but when you go and see your old crew and you go back to the hood, everyone's Mm. like, you're the same old Joe, you're the same old, you know, Stephen, you're the same old. So you have to start becoming that person. Um, And that's not fake it till you make it. That's just start becoming that person. Position yourself. And number two on that point is that's going to help you sell so your services going forward you know because you believe in yourself you believe you fit into this place mm. I, belong, I belong in this marketplace and um not only have you positioned yourself in life with your friends and family you also position yourself in the marketplace so people start to know hey you're the guy that does all the cool interviews and i love that
0: you know mm-hmm. that's great thanks for that um so you're no saying so you're saying that um in, instead of you know like slashing your friends or whatever just cutting them out don't waste your energy on that just surround yourself with the work that you love and the people that you want to get around with and eventually you know they'll just fade away and you'll become this person um, that you want to be and eventually you will just build it up right Okay. And and that's and
1: that's mm. it. Don't get carried away after and you know everyone gets carried away after hater posts on Instagram They get love it, man, lots of likes, you know. Yeah. But you can't you don't have time for that energy. All your energy has to be on building and creating what you want to build. Mm. So you know, so many people get caught up trying to slash when really that energy is being wasted. Yep. Okay. Don't prove anyone wrong. Okay. Just do your thing.
0: Great, um, you just you just mentioned about energy as well. Like, uh, I can see you're really energetic and passionate. How do you how do you keep your energy up as well? What's your routine to keep your energy up?
1: Um, you know, there's a couple of forms of energy you have to maintain. There's um the sort of belief in, and what you want to create. If you find your passion, and this is where a lot of mainstream science has got it wrong. Um, those who find their passion, their gift, their calling, and and their purpose, operate at a very different energetic level. To those who haven't, so have you, you know how scientifically we're meant to get eight hours sleep. I'm sure you read that before. Mm, mm. Eight hours sleep's good. Now that's that's for normal people. For those of us who found our passion, our calling, what we, our mission, what we got to do, man. Mm. I got 20 more years. I got to do this thing. Yeah. Um, that rule goes out the window, and that's why you hear a lot of successful people live off six hours sleep or four hours sleep. That's not because they're maniacs. It's because why the hell would you want to sleep when you're doing what you love? Mm. Sleep's just enough. It gives me enough um, time to energize and bang, i got to get back on. Um, so if you find you, the thing you love, you work on what you're passionate about, mm. the benefits are tenfold. I always say this. If they pay you $100,000 a year to do something you hate and they pay you $30,000 a year to do something you love, take the $30,000 and do what you love. Because you'll eventually find a way to make up that other 70 yeah. in terms of an energetic level, in terms of flow, in terms of opportunity, in terms of creativity. Yeah. In fact, you could take zero money versus 100 and in five years you'd be making 10 times the 100 mm. or at least 100. So you've got to kind of look at that. So if you look after your passion and do what you love you'll find the energy you're looking for and that's why when you walk down the street in Sydney which I'm sure you have some mornings mm. people look morfid they don't look happy because they're yeah. going to place they hate so energetically what's happened is by not doing what you're you love or what you care about like Enzo Ferrari or or whoever you're into mm. Steve Jobs you you you're, you already lost the energetic game done game over mm. so now going to the gym doing all these other things which is what I call the more superficial side um which is still important, but they're only one side of the energy equation. They they still don't work out because we all know people that don't do what they love, super fit, um, do the green juices, do all the things they read, Mm. but they haven't got that thing. They haven't got that vigor. They haven't got that zest for life. So, You've got to mix for two energies. So that's number one. Number two, to be energized, you have to make sure you, you eat pretty lightly, number one. So don't eat too much. Your digestive system takes up about 40% of your energy. So okay. eat lean, eat green. Um, that's the kind of rule if you want to be energized. Um, so stay away from coffee and, and alcohol as much as you can. Mm. Um, and you know, fill your body up with green juice, I always say, and water. That's it. Very simple process. Um, you repeat that over ninety days, one hundred eighty. You make it part of your life, mm. and and that's it. There's no diets. You know, one thing I, I I'm not big on diets and things like that. I'm just like, you can have a very great life if you just make it part of your lifestyle. Mm. And, and the the way you create a beautiful life, and if you ever watch people have a beautiful life, and I'm sure we've all seen them before, kind of walking by and doing their thing, they have a way they do things. And it's just part of their life. It's part of the fabric of who they are. You know, they they wake up, they they have their green juice, they do their workout. There's no big effort because it's just what I'm doing for the next 60 years, you know. Mm. But it's always a big effort when, no man, I'm gonna you know get ready for this wedding. I'm gonna look really good in this dress, and everyone's gonna think I'm the best looking bridesmaid. Well, you know what? It's stressful. You create stress by not being consistent. Mm. Um, So if you're consistent with your diet, your health. You eat a bit less, you keep it green and lean, you'll have a lot more energy, number one. Um, And if you don't make it like a fad, and you just enjoy it. And if you have to go out on a Friday night and have a couple of cocktails, that's the exception. It's it's 10, 20% of what you do. The rest is in order. Come Monday, you're back to normal. And if you do that for 20 years, you're fine. Mm
0: -hmm. Great, thanks for that. It's um, it's all about um, the energy. Which is the the beliefs and 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 also the superficial, which is you know going to the gym, and you recommend uh, you know eat lean and, and green foods as well. So that's great. And the
1: other thing mm. I, I should mention to everyone is you want to exercise for energy. Okay. So we, we live in this sort of environment where a lot of people live. Uh, they exercise and burn their bodies out. Yep. We've all gone to the gym and done that, and then you need to have a rest day and stuff like that. Mm. You want to you be consistent, right? So go for a 30-minute walk, 45-minute walk. Do a 30-minute, 45-minute workout. Mm-hmm. Don't burn yourself out because the trick's to go every day. You, okay. you want to go every day, right? It's just part of my life. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Between mm-hmm. 8 and 9, I'm at the gym. There's no rest days, There's no breaks. Now, if you're a top athlete or bodybuilder, you, know, you, you mm-hmm. don't do that. That's a different thing. But for the average person, um, you want to exercise for, for energy. Great.
0: All right. Not
1: burn yourself out. So that's one I forgot.
0: Okay. Consistency. We'll remember that one. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, there was also, I noticed that your Instagram following, it's, it's pretty big and you've accomplished a major goal. You, you managed to get over half a million (laughs) uh, followers and it's, I think it's only taking you about 24 months to achieve that. So could you just give us, give us an idea? How did you, how did you go about doing that? You did, you were able to put such a huge following so quickly. You didn't use any spam tactics and it was just all organic and you know, and it's all genuine, people do love you and you're sharing great information. How did you, you, know, how did you get so, such a big following over a short period of time?
1: You know, um, yeah, it, it's true. Um, I'm known as the guy who's grown his page organically. Um, and let me tell you, there's a lot of tricks and things I could have used mm. and still can use to grow my page well, well over a million. But I, I just kind of wanted to share what I wanted to share. Um, and I wanted to connect with my community in a very organic way um, but on the other side of being organic, um, and this is the thing everyone forgets, um, you get a very real audience who find you organically, who come to you organically, which never happens any other way. And those people are the ones who buy your products, want to get invested in your coaching. There's no point having a big following and no one wanting, you know, no one paying the bills, mm. you know, no one coming to your events, no one caring about what you're doing. So. That's the kind of the, the trade-off. You can see some of these really big pages, and they always have, we always have a good laugh with some of my mates. The, the, mm. the amount of things I can, with my blueprint, for example, the sale ratio on that is phenomenal um, compared to industry standards, how mm. many people buy a blueprint versus not have one. Yeah. Um, so you want to be organic in a very real way, and that's not a marketing tactic or anything like that. That's just common sense. And the reason why you want to be organic and you want to do it slowly is you learn things along the way. Mm. It's better to make all these – if you guys scroll down to the bottom of my page, which I honestly don't have time to do, maybe (laughs) – It's boring. It, it, it takes forever to scroll down. I think there's 3,000 posts, and, and I don't want to look back and go, oh, man, you I can't really posted some that. of that. <laughs> I can't believe I thought that was cool. You know, I thought that was motivational. Yeah. So I try not to to, to scroll down and, and, and uh, look. But um, if you guys scroll down, you'll see it's just I, I'm working this thing out. I'm going, oh, I'll try this and see, see what happens, see what works. But if you grow really quickly, what happens is you, you lose that ability to learn and, and, and try things. Mm. And it very quickly stops becoming um, – and this is true for all artists and creative souls. It very quickly stops becoming art when you realize what works and what doesn't work. Mm. Okay. So uh, that's, it quickly becomes – like right now I can tell you what posts will work and what posts won't work. And a delicate balance is deciding, well, I don't care if it's going to be popular or not. I just want to share this information. So you maybe get half the likes and, and half the comments, but you just want to share that. Mm. But as your page grows, what you'll find is you won't want to share the things you know which won't work. You'll start sharing all the things which work, and that kills your creative soul. That, mm. creates, that, that kills what you started this thing for. So what I'm, I'm saying is if you grow slowly um, and be consistent um, and connect with your fan base, what that does is give you time to build a brand. Mm. and gives you time to learn and iron out your mistakes and the other thing it does it learns how the hell you're going to position yourself in a marketplace mm. if you go and get a million followers overnight you're in big trouble because you haven't worked you're learning on a go- with a million people mm. and some people go that's kind of cool I'm like no I'd rather iron out my mistakes so when I have a million people following me yeah, uh, I'm, prepared. I, know, yeah. I know who I am I know what I'm about I know what I stand for this is kind of my style this is my vibe and then you resonate with that. So that's number one. But actually how I how I built it, um, very simple process. Um, I posted eight times a day, six wow. to eight times a day. So you had to break through. I don't do that anymore, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because the captions are a lot longer. Um, and take <laughs> yeah, you've got some really great through.
0: captions. Like uh, I love the stories that you you, you say and – um, you know when i wake up i just like look at your the captions read them i'm like oh my god <laughs> you know it's amazing and just yeah it's like a blog post each of your, your yeah, images yeah it's great yeah. so yeah.
1: i um so, so that's kind of how I, so number one i posted a lot so i broke mm-hmm. through so mm-hmm. my number one rule when someone wants to grow a following on any platform you got to break through so that okay. means you got to post a lot if you guys don't break through you're like every other blog and and instagram page online after mm-hmm. a little while it's boring as hell and you drop it off and And it's a dead page. You got to break through. So, so six to eight times. You got to get attention. Mm. Um, Once you do that, um, you got to. Everyone that messages you, your family is really important, and then your followers are just a little more important when you're starting out, Mm. right? That's how you got to look at it. So, because they're the ones who are going to pay the bills, come to the events, buy a product, do whatever you want. So, you get back to every single person, which is my golden rule. Even to this day, I, I. try to get back to everyone. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't anymore, but mm. I, I definitely try my, my hardest to get back to everyone. Um, and you treat them like family because they, they don't have to. Like when I look at my life, I don't comment on anyone's picture. Mm. I don't comment on anything. I'm just not that guy. So these people are coming out of the way from all over the world to say, hey, Joe, that's cool. or Thank you, man. You changed my life. I feel I have a duty to, to, to get back to that person, at least say thank you. At the bare minimum. So that's number two. Um, number three, you've got to b- make friends, right? This is a digital world, but it's also the real world, and you've got to learn to make friends. So yeah. we made some great friends along the way, and we created Motivation Mafia. We created the Impact Billions, mm. um, and a lot of the guys you guys follow are my best mates. Mm. Um, but that's because you have to mix the two worlds. You know, A lot of people think online is just online, but it's still the real world. and in the real world you still got to make friends, you' got to make connections, you got to have meetings. and eventually what you guys have to do and it's very true for all of us. online has to be the smallest part of your business. You may have twenty million followers uh, or or a hundred million followers like the Kardashians or whoever you know' <laughs> you guys follow, but that's a small part of their business. If they lost online, they're still in the game, you know mm. um, so that's how you guys got to think. it's it's just part of a platform. So that's how, I kind of built it up. So consistency, every day, post, 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 get back to everyone, um, share what I believe to be right from, from here. Mm. Um, and that way, if you do that, you can share a lot more content. If you do it the other way around, um, as you guys know, you, you can't write, you, you know, you go, oh man, I can't think of the next sentence. But if you share what's pure and, and right, you know, off you go. Mm. And, and that's really how I, I got that following um, to, to this level. No tricks. I've never used any sort of um, apps or anything like that. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't really get how you'd use them anyway. So oh, yeah. I, I'm really basic on, on what I do.
0: Okay, great. Um, okay, so it, it's all about being authentic and, you know, just sharing it straight from your heart and being consistent and just continually, you know, just posting it out there. And eventually, you know, just organically, people will just follow your message and then you'll be able to, you know, to share more and you're sort like built and you said that you're building the foundation first so that eventually when you hit that 1 million or or billion whatever it is then you know you're ready and and you've already found yourself so that's really great because a lot a lot of people have seen it like uh i saw this instagram post i mean instagram account this guy i think he posted about just 12 posts but he had like ten thousand followers i was thinking how did he do that and then he probably used some sort of software but it just looks kind of scammy and everything so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really like what you just said about being authentic. So that's really great. Okay, and and mm. the other thing on that point, you know, you've got
1: don't be afraid of sharing your story. In the new economy, that's the only currency you have. Mm. You know, plenty of people can create products and services. I know a lot of you guys, are most probably going, yeah, but Joe, you're, you're in a business which lends itself very easily to online. You know, because you can make picture quotes, and then that's kind of maybe true. Um bit like fitness models lend themselves very easily to Instagram. But someone's sitting there I know going, but my product doesn't look good on Instagram. How do I share, share this thing? And, and if you guys struggle with that, then you have, to, you have to share a story about your business and what you're doing um, and share that. Don't be afraid of saying, this is how our business works. And this is Bill and, and he drives the forklift and he's a great guy. Or, hey, we, we just signed a deal with um, Toyota forklifts and we, yeah, have know, make it interesting, make it fun. Share the inner workings of your business if you've got nothing interesting to share. Because mm. you have to find stories. And every business has a story. Um, every product has a story. And if you share that, share the staff, share what's going on, share the process, share how the hell you came up with this idea. Yeah. Um, talk about the vulnerabilities of who you are in your business. You know, and, and that's where the money is in the new economy. Mm. The money isn't in the sort of strong suit, staunch. You know, that's Mm. the '80s. That's that's done. You know, Mm. Um, if that's for big brands, that that works, but that's always what they've done, and they're all suffering because of that. Mm. Um, With a new generation, because they can't connect. So, if you want to connect with your audience, tell great stories, be vulnerable, tell them the inner workings, talk to them about how on Monday this happened, and and this is what we do, And, and. you'll find you get people who care about entrepreneurship will follow you and you'll find people who care about what you're doing will, will really start to care. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Excellent. Thanks for that. All right. Um, okay. So how about it's waking up at 5am. A lot of people struggle with this. This is a, this is a big one. And, and yes, it is true. Like leaders, they always wake up super early, way, be, way before everyone else. But How did you how did you build up this habit of of waking up at five a.m.? What was your routine? Because it's just it's so easy to just roll over and just push the snooze button and then just sleep for another hour or two. How how did you how did you do that and wake up at before five a.m. and and get you know get everything all done?
1: You know, uh, it's kind of a bit like what I said before. Find your passion, find your purpose. Waking Mm. up's not hard. Mm. You kind of like it's it's a misstep when a lot of people try to wake up early in the morning. without something to look forward to and uh, this is an analogy i always use if i here's a great a great analogy actually if i tell you guys hey meet me at sydney airport at uh 4 30. we're going to go fly to the bahamas in a private jet and we're going to go drive lamborghinis and uh, drink cocktails and, and have a great party on the back of a boat for, for the next few days how nice. many people will make the effort to get out of bed <laughs> oh, how many, and it's, it's, all, it's all free there you go. So now we don't yeah, have a problem true. waking
0: up. Right? That's
1: true. Yeah. So it's problem solved. So we know there's no problem. The problem is having something to look forward to. Mm. Um, and what and why we don't do it is because, you know, we don't have something to look forward to. So the trick is, number one, you got to get to bed at a decent time. You know, you've got to... And most of us want to go to bed at midnight. I want to start up as late as possible because mm. work took everything out of me and i got to watch this whole season on Netflix before I go to bed of whatever you guys are watching. So you do have to, to flip the script and get to bed before 10 o'clock. Mm. Before 10? No, you don't. Okay. Yeah, when you're starting out. Mm, okay. Now me, do I go to bed before 10? Definitely not. But you know, mm. I've run this pattern for a while. But mm. what I generally say is 10, 10 to 4, 10 to 4.30, that gives you about six Six and a half, seven hours sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have something to look forward to when you wake up, you'll get out of bed. So make it fun. If you guys like playing computer games, it's not really what I'm about, playing computer games. But if you like waking up playing computer game, then go and wake up and play a goddamn computer game. Mm. If you guys like watching Top Gun in the morning or, or like watching a movie, watch it at 4 o'clock in the morning. Like You, you train mm. yourself. And have something to look forward to. Make the most fun things you do before you go to work mm. rather than waiting for the end of the day to go, I can't wait to hang out with my mates. You can do that too, but have something to look forward to. And then That's if excellent. you do that, um, get your sort of six to eight hours sleep a night. And, and everyone's different, so there's no golden rule. Mm. You'll know when you're ready. You don't want to burn yourself out. Um, and then just get into the pattern. And once you wake up, do your workout, do your exercise, um, exercise, Eat lean and green, and you'll find if you look after that side of the energy equation,
0: Mm.
1: rest is only one part, right? And everyone focuses too much on rest. I need my rest. But if your diet's right, your exercise is right, and your mindset in terms of stress levels is right, sleep becomes a much smaller factor. But when you're stressed out, um, when you aren't in physical shape, you've got a bit of fat around your gut, you're, you're a bit breathless, you're not there, you'll need to sleep more. And when you're not exercising for energy, twice a day, going for a walk, you know, being mindful and, and listening to some tunes and, and meditating. If you don't look after that side of things, rest will always be the most important part of the way you recover energy. Mm. Um, so you've got to start to use the other ways to recover energy and gain energy, and sleep is just one very small piece of puzzle. It takes a bit of time, six hours of your day, but mm. it's not the whole energy equation. Mm. Um, but if you get the other things really right, and if you look at a lot of top performers, they're very staunch on these things. Mm. They, they wake up, they work out, yeah, they eat yeah. right. They're, they're in relatively good shape. They may not be the fittest people on earth, but they're in relatively good shape. Mm. Um, and then they've got something to look forward to. Mm. And they've got a mission, they've got something to go for. Then that's it. That's kind of the equation. Um, and you know what? It takes time. And, you know, 90 days, 180 days to learn any routine. Because you, you've just spent nine years 10, 20 years of your life waking up at the same time. It's going to be hard to get out of that pattern mm-hmm. tomorrow. And it messaged me in a week, Joe, this doesn't work, man. I tried it for seven days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but let, let's spend the same amount of time waking up before 5 a.m. as we spent waking up at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. which maybe for some of you is 20 years. Yeah. Well, it's going to take you, you know, X amount of time to, to break that pattern. But once you do that, once you wake up early and, and give what you care most about um, your energy and attention, your next project, your, your business idea about energy and attention. That's when you have the breakthrough where you can flip the script and start to do what you love for a living and what you care about or start your business and work less on, on your day job. And that's, my, that's the general equation of what I teach, right? Mm. Wake up early, work on your passion and all your ideas, even before they're real. Create them. Once you've created them, you, you go to work. You work on your full-time job. Once you start to get a bit more traction on this five o'clock thing and you do that for a year, mm. your idea starts to become real, you start making contact, then you can go you know, start your business. Then you yeah. can take a part-time job and you know, start your business. So that's kind of what I talk about and hopefully if you guys do really well, you can quit your job altogether and I know some of you can't wait and work, <laughs> yeah. and not even have to do the part-time job um, at Woolly Stacking the Shelves or wherever you guys do your thing yeah. and work full-time on your business it's a really simple equation and mm-hmm. and there's not much risk if you do it that way mm-hmm.
0: that's great um, yeah I, I love what you just said about um, you're building that habit of waking up early and even if you're um, you know even if you're not working even just just make it so you just wake up just to play a game or, or something that you really enjoy doing just to build that habit first and then eventually you can you know use that waking up early habit into your you know, into your dreams and everything. It's just important to build that that habit. So that's that's, that's really right. great. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for that. Um, okay, so just running a bit short on time. So um, yeah, yep. So what what top books? Uh, just quickly, what books have influenced you the most? Just uh, top three books. Um,
1: top three books. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon you get Ten X Rule by Grant Cardone. I reckon you get anything by Seth Godin. That'll mm-hmm. break your mindset. Purple Cow is a good one to start with. Yep. And the third one. Um, not a business book, but uh, will teach you a lot about business and life is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Oh, that's a great one. free, I, I recommend. And that's the book which will teach you about the journey of life, which no matter what you do, you have to respect that and understand how this thing works yeah. rather than being upset when it doesn't work out.
0: Fantastic. Love it. Okay. So how can people uh, get in contact with you as well? And, and and I know that you get a lot of emails, but uh, yeah, how can people find out what you're doing? and? and uh, your emails, and, I mean, uh, your websites and everything. So how can people- get Yeah, it's
1: cool. Get so you can find me at uh, Before5am on most platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to before5am.com to get the blueprint. And if you guys want to email me and you you know, you know need more information or you, you want to change something, um, mm-hmm. you can email me just directly at joe at before5am.com.
0: Great. All right. Thanks a lot for that. Well- uh, No worries. Joe, I really appreciate your your time today. I, uh, you know, you've shared some really great- great uh wisdom with us and uh really appreciate you know you sharing your knowledge and your experience and i know that you're going to inspire a billion people i can definitely see that in you and you know keep doing what you're doing and uh we need more people like you to help you know light the way so thank you very much for that joe
1: Try my best man thank you (laughs) and uh thanks everyone go have a great day and i'll chat with you guys later
0: fantastic all right thanks a lot for that joe we appreciate it See see you mate
1: bye mate